podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Rise of Bandit for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. With me on this sunny afternoon here in London, but on Zoom, <laughs> my man, Mr. Spencer Oliver. Spence, how are we doing? Yeah, very good, mate. We, this is becoming a regular, isn't it? We're, we're, we seem to be talking a lot more these days. Sky Sports will get worried. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day going? How, sun's out? Yeah, sun's out, man. It's nice. It's, um, it's just breaking through where I am, actually. So I've been out cutting the grass. Can you believe that? Cutting the grass, man, already. Cleaning the garage out. You know, um, getting in the good books, mate, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, Spencer, I want to jump straight into it. A lot of action on Saturday in terms of boxing. Um, mm. Let's start with Canelo, pound for pound, number one fighter, without doubt. Um, yeah. Everyone expected Canelo to win. And no one doubted that Canelo wasn't going to win. However, they expected Avni Yildrum to bring a little bit more to the game. We know he's a very mm. come-forward fighter, but it looked like he was playing it safe. It looked like he was following some sort of instructions. But then all yeah. of a sudden, he got to the corner and his corner pulled him out after round three. Yeah. Well, he, he, he didn't bring anything to the table, did he? He was, he was basically just a punch bag in there. You know, we was expecting a little bit more. Look, he was coming off a defeat anyway to Anthony Durrell. He'd been stopped in three rounds by Eubank as well. Um, so, you know, I, no one expected him to win, but we thought we might see a little bit more. We thought he might give it a little bit more, but I think Kaleno just cemented his number one um, status. He went out there and he, he just took control straight away. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a solid performance and that sets up the fight with Billy Joe, the fight that we all wanted to see. Billy Joe, for me, is the only super middleweight in the world out there at the moment that could give him problems. Stylistically, his style... Um, could create problems for, you know, for Canelo. But that's a tough ask, man. It's a tough ask. We, we all know that. You know, I think, you know, Billy would know it's a, it's, a, it's a tough ask, but he's supremely confident. He's buzzing for it. I'm, I'm speaking to him tonight, actually, Billy, on our um, podcast. And so that I do with Jake Wood, pound for pound. Um, he's out there, in, he's out in training. He's in training camp at the moment. So, yeah, it'd be good to catch up with him and get his thoughts on it. But I know he's buzzing for it. He's well up for it. Before we talk about that Billy Joe Saunders fight, Canelo obviously has now recently joined Eddie Hearn on a on a two three fight deal. Um, obviously, he had those issues with Oscar De La Hoya before and, and Golden Board promotions. But me looking at him, and I'm not sure whether you agree with this, but he seems like he's more happy. He's smiling yeah. a lot. He's giving a lot more time to media. He's even speaking English at times as well. Mm. Do you see that as yeah. well? Yeah, absolutely. He's like you know he's he's active as well. We beat Callum Smith, you know, just like three months ago. Um, he's back, gone back in with Yildirim. He, he seems in a really good place, like you say. And yeah, it's the first time, I think it's the first time I heard him speak English, actually, in the post-fight interview. Um, but yeah, he's, he's in a really good place, mate. He's, 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 enjoying, he's enjoying the sport at the moment. You know, for boxers, when the boxers have been around a long time, um, it's difficult to stay motivated all the time. But Canelo's done so well, man, especially in this lockdown and, and stuff. You know, he's, he's sort of, since he... Um, come out of his contract, sign, sign the, a, fight, a free fight deal with Eddie. He seems in a really good place. Does he also kind of set the bar now for other fighters where he could have easily turned around and said, I've got mandatory. I'm going to wait till May. You know, I'm going to wait till May. Tinko de Mayo. I'm going to fight my mandatory then. But no, he's decided, I want the big fights. I'm going to get rid of my mandatory as soon as possible so I can focus on these mega fights and, and eventually become 
super mm. undisputed super middleweight champion. Yeah. Just tells you his confidence, doesn't it? It's like, you know, he, 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 he just wants to fight anybody out there. I think he recognises as well, though, that, you know, Billy Joe is recognised as probably the best super middleweight out there below him, or, or he's sort of certainly up there anyway. So he recognises him for a, a tough fight, but he's just supremely confident, man. He just, he'll, he'll take on... He'll take on all comers, and he recognizes that Billy Joe's a mandatory, and he wants to get it. He wants to sort of um, get all those belts together. You know, Billy's br- Billy's bringing something to the table. I think that's why he's got the fight. Spence, as a fighter, when you go, when you have camps, you, when you have your fight, you then need a couple of weeks off to rest, recover before you go again. With the Callum Smith fight, he clearly said he had a week off. Yeah, into the yieldum cramp. He's now eight odd weeks away from Billy Joe, so he mm. can't really afford to have more than a week or so off. So. Is that almost advantage, Billy Joe, where, you know, he might tire himself out or do you feel like, nah? Well, do you know what? Like, Billy Joe's been active as well. You know, when did he last box? He last boxed Martin Murray in December, didn't he? December the 4th. Was it December the 4th? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, around, around that time anyway, or December anyway. Um, so he's been active. He, so he'll be in a good place. But I think Canelo, I think the danger for Canelo is that he's doing too much, you know, because your body needs time to rest as well. People don't recognise that it's not the fight that takes it out of you. It's the training. It's the training camp. It's the, you know, it's all the rounds that you do on the pads, all around you doing the sparring, the strength and conditioning. So, but look, he's got a great team around him. He'll, he'll, he'll you know, he'll take a week out, literally a week out and start like training again and then start picking it up. So... I don't think it's a disadvantage for either man, if I'm totally honest, going into this one, because they've both been active. You know, we've seen a lot of fighters at the moment are getting into the ring and they've, they've been out now for, the, you know, some, a lot of them for the best part of 18 months. So it's difficult, you know, it's difficult for some fighters. But these two guys have both been active. So both, you know, I think we'll get a great fight, man. Spence, a lot of people look back at uh, Canelo's fight with Lara, which was about seven years ago, and they say... Laura was slick, moved a yeah. lot, jabbed, stayed out of range. And Billy Joe has similar skill sets as Laura. A lot, Canelo was asked this question in his post-fight press conference on Saturday. And he turned around and he said, bluntly, that was a long time ago. That was seven yeah. years ago. I Absolutely. am a really different fighter. Can we not use that fight to analyse where Canelo is and how he'll deal with Billy Joe? Well, that's, that's all we can use. You know, I think that, you know, if you're looking stylistically, that's the, only, that's the only thing we can go by. But like you say, seven years is a long time. You know, and Canelo's improved a lot since then as well. He has improved. Look, what we saw against, so what I'm looking at, I know that Billy's a slick southpaw, so it's totally different stylistically to Callum Smith. But what I was looking at with Callum Smith was that Callum was trying to box on the outside. He was trying to get on his bike. Canelo's great at cutting the ring down. He's great at making fighters work without even doing anything, you know, and his head movements improved a lot. I think, but uh, yeah, so it, 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 listen, we know it's a tough ask, man, but Canelo's great at what he does. He makes fighters work without doing anything himself. He pressures them with his feet, you know, he just edges forward. But Billy's got a great engine and Billy's slick, you know, and that's why I think you've got to give him a chance because he's slick on his day. You know, he, he can compete with the best of them, definitely. Tyson Fury has come out himself a couple of weeks ago and he, and he said himself that he'd like to see Billy have at least another f- two fights, if not one fight before going to Canelo. Martin Murray, he got the rounds in. I think before that he fought on a YouTube card in America. Yeah. Um, his probably greatest performer was David Lemieux, uh, Andy yeah. Lee when he won the world title. So he hasn't really shown too much in his 30-odd fights. So 
are we expecting too much from Billy? Are we put? Are we just looking at one or two performances and saying that Billy's going to perform? He, he I'll tell you performs. what Billy does. I'll tell you what Billy does. Billy's the type of guy, I know Billy actually, I know him quite, uh, I know him personally, he only lives up the road from me. But what Billy does is he raises his game to the calibre of opponent, you know? So the better the opponent, the better he performs. And that's why I think he's, he, you know, he's looking forward to this fight just to see, you know, just to test himself, see where he can take himself. Lemu's a great one to look at, you know, that going into that fight, people thought it was a risky fight. Very heavy-handed guy, a little bit flat-footed, but Billy ran rings around him. You know, he raised his game. When, when, when his back's against the wall a little bit, he raised his game. That's why I think we'll see, you know, Billy's, Billy's best performance. I really do. Win or lose, I think Billy will box, you know, out of his skin. Do you think it's a 12-round fight? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But he doesn't bring anything to, to the table um, power-wise to trouble Canelo. You know, Canelo's, you know, t- taking shots. And then fights with Triple G. I mean, the guy was taking flush shots. Triple G's very heavy, handy guy. So, I mean, if Billy wins, he wins on, on points. But it's a tough ask, man. You know, it's like if the fight goes inside the distance, you've got to go with Canelo because he's great at what he does. Every shot he throws, by the way, Canelo, and we saw that against Yildrim at the, week, at the weekend. We saw it actually with Smith as well. Every shot he throws is a power punch. Every single shot. You know, he doesn't, like, he, he doesn't, he loads up with literally everything. You know, he loves that hook to the body, throws the right hands over the top, but everything's a power punch. And, that, and that's, you know, that's what Billy's got to avoid because doing, like, taking those shots. I mean, did you, you could hear the shots going in when you're watching them. And it's like, it's one of those. It's a bit like when you're at ringside for Andy Joshua. When them shots are landing, it's like, doom, doom, big fudding shots. And you can actually hear them on the telly, man. So he's so heavy-handed, Canelo. is so precise in what he does. Everything's perfect, you know. What do you think of his uh, ring entrance? Yeah, great, man. I love him. I think he's the full package, don't you? I think he's the full package, man. But, you know, he's, he's, he's just entertainment, mate. You, you get... Rarely do you get like a little buzz, like you, you get a little bit of nervous energy as a fighter's doing their ring walks. And he's one of them for me. You know, I, I, he's, um, yeah, he's great, man. It's, you got to appreciate, you got to appreciate him. No, absolutely. Um, Spence, we saw another fight take place in the other side of the world, in New Zealand, Joseph Parker, back in the ring against Junior Farr. Um, Joseph's been out almost exactly a year. So a lot of ring yeah. rust, as you, you probably saw, uh, but Junior Farr put, put in a very strong performance, almost like a Vladimir Klitschko-type performance where jab, one, two, and then, and yeah. then grab. Uh, yeah. But how did you kind of see and assess Joe's performance? Well, listen, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a tough night for him, if I'm honest. But them two have got history. A lot of people might not know that, but they boxed a couple of times as amateurs. Junior Farr had beaten him as an amateur as well. So it was, although, because no one's heard of Junior Farr, he's like going in 19 and 0, no one's heard of him. No one expected a lot you know, being a fellow countryman as well. No one really expects a lot. And, and, and I think that Parker would have known going in, it was always going to be a tough fight. And that's how it sort of played out, if I'm honest. They sort of, they looked like they knew each other well. It was like you say, it was just a one-twos tying each other up. And yeah, it was not a great spectacle to watch. He got the job done, Parker, and kept, him, kept himself in the mix. But it was always going to be a dangerous fight. And they're talking about now Parker, Chisora. Is that a fight you like to see? Yeah, definitely. I like, do you know what? I like to see Derek Chisora in with anyone. Do you know why? Because the guy's value for money. You know, he, he, you know, he fights with his heart on his sleeve. He says what he's going to do, you know, and he goes in there and he does it, you know, and, and, and you've got to appreciate Derek. Derek's been a great ambassador for our sport. You know, he's been in with some great fights, man. I've known Derek, 
Well, I knew Derek, like my, my dad used to train him, my uncle used to train him as an amateur. So I've known him since when he first walked into the gym. Um, and I've got to tell you, mate, when he first came into the gym, I didn't think he was ever going to do anything. You know, he had no talent at all, Derek. Yes, he's got a big heart, but he was slow and he was ponderous. That guy works hard, man, works really hard. You know, he'd done really well as an amateur winning the ABAs. Um, even when he turned pro, I wasn't sure he was going to do anything, you know? And, and he's just, you know, he's just battled his way there, man. He just worked really, really hard. The guy is, you can guarantee whoever fights Derek, they're going to know they've been in a fight. It doesn't matter who it is, you know? That's what I love about him. You know, he's, he, he's great. So where's this kind of second wing wind uh, resurgence come from, from Derek? You know, a few years ago, people thought he was on the decline. Uh, yeah. He seems like he's come out of nowhere and he seems like he can go for another couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know why? Because he's fell in love with the sport again. That's why. Passion carries you a long way, man. Like, that's what I said to you when I was talking about, like, with, you know, with, like, your Canelos and that. When you've been at the top for a long time or when you've been boxing for a long time, sometimes you fall out of love with the sport. You know, that you've got to get up early in the morning, go for your run. You've got to, you know, eat the right foods. You've got to, you know, discipline yourself. And it's difficult, man. It's, a, it's, it's You know, it's not... Boxing's not a, a thing where you just train for 12 weeks for a fight. It's a lifestyle, you know, where even when you're not fighting, you've got to keep yourself, you know, in the right condition, and do the right stuff. And, you know, that's what, that's what Derek does. He trains all the time. Even when he's not fighting, he's training. He keeps himself, yeah, he puts on a little bit of weight and whatnot. But what I'm saying is he's always ticking over. And he's, he's, he's fell in love with the sport again. And I think that's where it's come from, if I'm honest, Raz. Okay. All right, Spence, thank you for giving me a little bit of time this afternoon. How's the uh, app going? I know you've got a fitness app with oh, Johnny Nelson. Oh, yeah, mate. It's, you know what? It's going really well, man. Really well. So we just recorded some more stuff um, on Monday um, last, last week. And yeah, it was, um, that's going to be good, man. It's coming, it's coming out. So yeah, it's a box pro fitness app, box pro fitness. So you can download it. It's all free. Download it. But yeah, it's going really well. We're getting great response. And you can get, download that from the app store and the Android. Yeah, can download it on Google play or on your app store. Yeah. Yeah. So box pro fitness. It's, uh, it's great, man. Have you, have you got it yet? I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. That's why <laughs> okay. I asked about it. Send me some videos. Let me know how you're getting on. So <laughs> what we've got on there is like, we've got, like boxing tutorial. So we've got like, you learn how to throw the jab, the cross, the hook, the uppercut, the basic stance, bit of foot movement. And then we've done some, you know, we've done a couple, two round workout, four round workout. Then we've got some premium stuff coming out where I do a pad session and there's eight round workouts on there, 12 round workouts on there. It's a good man, really good. Surprise, Johnny Nelson's body still carrying him. You know what? Johnny Nelson's fit, man. There's, there's still a little bit of life in that old goat yet. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer Oliver, IFL TV. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.